0: Two things made the year 1254 important in Marco Polo's life. First, it was the year he was born, and second, it was the year his father, who was named Niccolo, and his uncle, Maffeo, left Venice on a trading ship to Asia. Marco's father was gone so long that Marco was fifteen years old when they met for the first time. Soon after Marco was born, his mother died. He was sent to live with relatives. As a boy, he didn't spend much time in school. Instead, his family taught him things he needed to know to become a merchant. For instance, Venetians used coins such as silver grossos and gold ducats. Marco needed to know how to weigh the coins correctly. Venetians had their own measuring system. It was based on using their hands and feet. For instance, one palm was about nine and a half inches. Cloth would have been measured in palms. Other countries used different kinds of money and measurements. Marco needed to learn about them, too. Otherwise, merchants could cheat him. The sailors and merchants Marco met on Venice's docks also taught him about trading. Venice was the most powerful trading city in the world. Its busy port, with ships constantly coming and going, was on the Adriatic Sea. Venice was not like most cities. It was actually a group of 118 tiny islands connected by canals. Marco and his family traveled the canals in long canoe-like boats called gondolas. Back then, Italy was not a country. It was a group of city-states. Each city-state ruled itself. Venice was one of the largest, with as many as 100,000 people. Venice sold its products, wood, wheat, and salt, to foreign lands. Salt was very valuable in those days, and lots of it washed up on Venice's shores. Since there were no refrigerators, Salt was used to keep fish and meat from rotting. Without salt, they rotted within a week. But salted, these foods could last for months. This was very important on long trips at sea. While Marco was growing up, his father and uncle kept traveling. By 1260, they were in Constantinople, which is now Istanbul, Turkey. There, they traded the goods they'd brought from Venice they were paid in jewels. After crossing the Black Sea, they traveled eastward along the Volga River. In the trading city of Bulgara, they visited a Mongol ruler named Burk Khan. The word Khan means ruler. In return for their jewels, Burk gave the Polos goods worth twice as much. Things were going well. Unfortunately, a war began between Burke and another Mongol ruler named Hulagu. Both were grandsons of a warlord named Genghis Khan, who had died over thirty years earlier. The Polos were ready to return home, but the route back to Venice was blocked by the war. Since they couldn't go west, they decided to go east, to the city of Bukhara, Uzbekistan. They were trapped there for three years. Then, in 1265, Hulagu sent some messengers to China to visit his brother, Kubla Khan. Kubla and the other Khans came from Mongolia. The people of Mongolia were called Mongols. Hulagu's messengers met the Polos and invited them to go along. The Polos agreed. This was a brave decision. Few Europeans had ever been to China, which they called Cathay. Back then, they thought there were only three continents, Europe, Asia, and Africa. They believed that China was at the far end of the world. Bandits, wars, slow transportation, and bad roads made it dangerous to reach. It took the Polos and the messengers over a year to reach Kublai Khan's palace in the Mongol capital now Beijing, China. Niccolo and Maffeo were some of the very first Europeans Kubla had ever met.